He says the National Health Insurance is not about closing down all private hospitals and practices, but making health care universal universally acceptable to all South Africans. Dr. Mozwaledi was presenting the NHI white paper to NC delegates in the Education and Health Commission at the party's national policy conference currently underway at, uh, here at Nazareth, south of Johannesburg. He joins us now in the studio. Uh, Dr. Mozwaledi, a very good uh, afternoon to you and thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. Good, good afternoon, Sepiso, and good afternoon to the listeners. I always get scared when you have a, a, a big file like that because I know there are a lot of facts and figures that are coming. Well, in <laughs> case you decide to corner me. I <laughs> but I have to ask you this question. Please do. And I think it's very valid, Minister. Mm. The, you know the, the skepticism that's been um, surrounding the NHI. And I just want to, we'll, we'll get into the discussions of what was presented uh, in a moment, but where has government's thinking been at, given the recent events in the U.S., the fact that you've had uh, U.S. President Donald Trump not only trying to reverse um, all efforts of Obamacare, which we know was modeled around universal access to health, um, but the fact that there's been also funding cuts Uh, that would probably also affect us as a country. Just where's your thinking been around NHI, given these recent developments? Well, well, Sepiso, what what Barack Obama, uh, uh, I mean, uh, what Donald Trump is trying to do in the United States, reversing the Obamacare, which is affordable health care, which was universal health coverage for all Americans, is not surprising, given his politics, because the, the type of politics he's practicing are exclusive. And universal health coverage is inclusive. It includes everybody. It doesn't discriminate. It includes all citizens. So a person who practices right-wing politics like Donald Trump, it won't be surprising. He did promise that he's going to close. Mm-hmm. But you are aware that even Republicans are now starting to doubt what he's doing. For the simple reason that when you start excluding so many people, when election time comes, they will remember it. Because he's working by exclusion. He, if, if he reverses Obamacare, he's excluding 20 million Americans. And unfortunately, the majority are black Americans who could not afford the health insurance system in America as it was. The same here in South Africa. The, the medical uh, 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 aid system has been excluding 84% of the population, which happens to be overwhelmingly black, as you know, because when the Medical Schemes Act was enacted in 1967, it specifically said for whites only. It was saying that, if, if you go and check. Now, when apartheid was starting to die, a few blacks were co-opted, and a few of us now have medical aid. That excludes the majority of the population. So it's more or less the same, but the, the, the cuts in America will not affect NHI in any way. Okay. So I, I, I just thought I'd raise that because obviously it being a financing system, it has come up against a, a whole lot of, um, should I say, objection. In, yes. In fact, in fact, the reason that you, you want national health insurance and universal health coverage in, in every country 
is to avoid having to depend on another country for 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 health care for financing your health care is actually making countries to be self-sufficient so that when you get the right-wing president like donald trump coming into power you then start panicking like we are panicking because how come is our healthcare system financed by Americans? It should so, be. So how far are we, Minister? I think uh, your budget, and I'm not going to, I'm not sure about the the figures. Was it 500 million? Was it 5 billion in terms of the pilot projects for NHI? Look, the, I I don't think that that's really relevant. The pilot projects for NHI have been misunderstood. The pilot was not implementing NHI. Okay. It was yes. What we're doing is. If you look at, maybe let's start with the definition of NHI first to understand. NHI is a healthcare financing system that is designed to pull funds to give access to good quality health services for all South Africans in terms of their health needs, irrespective of their socioeconomic background, right? Now, now it differs with medical aid in two respects. Otherwise, it will be the same if it was not do those two respects. The first one is the word all. In medical aids, the word all does not exist. It's for an exclusive club of people, which constitute only 16% of the population, the cream of the, of the nation. And the second uh, difference is socioeconomic, because under medical aids, even those of us who form part of that 16% with medical aid, we are still stratified in terms of classes, meaning even within medical aid, people don't get the same treatment. Uh, let's say you are a director general in a department uh, of government. You get a higher salary, a higher medical aid subsidy, and you get a bigger package for your health. If you are just a receptionist, for instance, you get a lower, because you get a lower salary, you get a lower subsidy, and you get a, a, a smaller package. Now, it's a piece of High blood pressure, high blood pressure. How do we justify economically, socially, politically, ethically, or even morally that this person, the high blood pressure will be treated with better drugs because he's a DG. This one is lower. Worse still, this one is an ordinary person. But that, unfortunately, is the system we are using now. Mm. Now, the second para so, so we want to do away with that, by the way. That's why in NHI there is the word all and there is the word regardless of your socioeconomic condition. A disease is a disease. When I've got cancer, I've got cancer. That cancer doesn't know my status in society. It's just a, a, in my body physiologically, you know, God created us equally and created physiology of human beings the same. So that, that's our argument. Now, the second paragraph said, because this is a substantial policy shift, it's a shift to what South Africa has ever known. It will need a massive reorganization of the healthcare Minister, system. I don't want to rush you, but just very briefly, you said there's a misunderstanding about the NHI project, uh, pilot project. What exactly are they intended? Y yes. Just very briefly. Uh, no, no, I was coming there. Here. Because you need a massive reorganization of the healthcare system to do NHI. The pilot was to learn how to reorganize the healthcare system. That with massive reorganization is what we're practicing in the pilots. If we reorganize the healthcare system to fit NHI, how is it going to be reorganized? That is what the pilots was all about. So let's talk <coughs> about that in terms of your uh, policy document on NHI, you talk about the improved management and related capacity of central hospitals, which is pivotal to um, 
launching and uh, implementing NHI, there are problems which you yourself as the health department have said in terms of capacity, staffing, etc., that you are working on. How far away are we from this? From but this but before I answer that, let me understand what you mean by a, a central hospital being pivotal to a launch of NHI. Maybe let me understand that part. I'm saying in your document you're yes. talking about the, rela- the improved management and related capacity of central hospitals. Yes. So I'm saying <coughs> I'd imagine that would be also pivotal to part of your rolling out NHI. Yes, yeah, yeah, central hospitals are uh, the, 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 the last port of call for any disease that you have got in the public health system. You end up in a central hospital, sometimes even in the private health care system. You know, they, they do sometimes use our central hospital. For instance, whether you're in Cape Town or, or Deben, when you want something on nuclear medicine, they refer you to Steve Bigo Central Hospital. Even private hospitals refer to that. So there are apex hospitals. And then it's important that they are managed very well. And we are saying they are national assets. At the present moment, they've got problems because they fall within our provincial system, you know. When you look at a hospital like Chris Hani, Baraganath Hospital here, Charlotte Matreke, Steve Pico, or you go to Durban, go see Albert Kingrat, or you go to Cape Town, uh, 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 Tigerberg and, and Kroteskir, or you go to Free State, Universitas Hospital, they're all are our central hospitals, but they fall under provincial government. So whatever problems the provincial government experience, they also experience problems, but so, Next, the, 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 the next problem is that if you are not from that province, you don't easily get services from that. You come by referral and all that, and there are issues of payment, whereas these are national assets. So we say pick them up because even historically, they were never built by provinces. They've always been national assets. Unfortunately, in our negotiations in Captain Park, I mean, in our mm-hmm. negotiation in Kodesa, when we started dividing the country into nine provinces, we put them under province and there's a problem. Because they've got medical schools, medical school never trained students from a particular province only. It trained people from that part, I mean from the whole country. And so that's why we want to pick them out and even give them autonomy, by the way. What do I mean autonomy? Where the CEO and the professor, who is the head of that department, in the university, in the hospital, can have a latitude to decide on what to buy for the hospital, what to repair, what to do, without referring to the provincial government, because that's where problems started, by the way. I know this is a question that you're constantly asked, but how close are we to implementing NHI? Well... If, if you talk about the actual pooling of funds, we're still a little bit, there's still a distance because we said we'll implement in, in a 14-year period, divided into the first five years, the second five years, and the last four years. We are now just completing the first five years, which was a preparatory phase of dealing with infrastructure, looking at human resources, piloting this massive reorganization I've told you about. We are just finalizing it. The second five years is to put up structures that are going to govern to govern NHI. Then the last four years is then that there is an actual implementation. But, but some of these things will run concurrently. For instance, in this conference, I was just outlining how we could establish an interim NHI fund where we could provide free 
healthcare at the point of care for particular groups of people who we call vulnerable people. We can get started even before the last four years comes in. Which where you'll be, be what? Women, children? It's, it's women, it's children, it's the elderly, it's school kids, it's people with disabilities, it's mentally ill patients.